The Big Story from The Straits Times on Muddy FM 89.3. You're watching The Big Story with me, Chiao Suen. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel to stay up to date with our live news updates. Now in just a day, Malaysia could have a new set of leaders. Tomorrow, the country will vote on who will govern it amidst a climate of economic and political uncertainty. And it is looking to be an exciting one. This is the first election where voters have three main coalitions to choose from. Barisan Nasional, Pakatan Harapan and Parikatan Nasional. Joining us now from Kuala Lumpur is Malaysia Bureau Chief Shannon Teo. Thanks for joining us today, Shannon. So the parties have had two weeks to campaign. What do you think are the key concerns that have emerged? And are there any factors that you think will be game changers here? Well, when we talk to voters, when we go down to the ground and speak to people, it's always the same economic concerns that they usually have, right? Or, or developmental concerns, uh, very quality of life questions, and not too concerned about um, all the political intrigue. But most of the campaign has revolved around the political intrigue, right? Who's working with who? Uh, if Amno wins, does that mean that Zahid is going to be prime minister instead of Ismail Sabri? Is uh, Anwar and Zahid secretly working with each other? These are some of the questions that people are talking about in the coffee shops, but it's not actually foremost in terms of what they're going to vote on. So a lot of the political chatter, a lot of the narrative that is being built isn't going to change what uh, people who have already made up their minds, right? And, and that's a, still a large proportion, probably about 60% of voters probably already made up their mind before the campaign. But then there's that 20-30% extra. That, that's really going to change, uh, when you talk about game changes, right? That's really going to change the calculation, the matrix, because the margins are very fine, right? A 5 percentage percentage point change in any particular seat will swing it over. And if you talk about it nationally, that can, can change uh, a, a, a seat tally for any of the coalitions from 50 seats to 100 seats. So there has been a lot of uh, mudslinging, so to speak. Um, saying that this person is actually working in cahoots with that person, so on and so forth, and playing a bit of the personality politics. So you mentioned personality politics and the fact that people have already made up their minds. How big of a factor do you think is the influence of social media? And how do you think it could impact the outcome? Well, the social media is this... Uh, it's, it's a bit of a, a mysterious box, isn't it? You can go into social media, you can see how many likes and how many shares a person has. But in terms of what is the, 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 the overall picture, right? There are a lot of silent uh, social media users. They don't like anything. They don't share anything. They just view, they just consume. So it's always very hard just to, to measure on that. For example, uh, Prikata National Chief, you know, Mohidin Yassin, he's the former Prime Minister. You wouldn't think that he's someone who might be big on social media. But on TikTok, he's got the most likes. One video had about 350,000 likes or something like that. And it's very weird. And you're wondering, does is this an indicator of support or people just thinking that his video is cute? You know, so it's it's... Social media is there. All the parties are engaged. It's a very, very important part of all of their campaign. But we're not really sure how many people are making up their minds based on the narrative that is being built or even torn down on social media. Uh, or in fact, how many have just, you know, uh, on a normal day, you and I, we doom scroll all the way in the late, late at night. But it's not really going to change our, our life decisions. <laughs> So you're there in Malaysia, right? Could you share with us a bit about what the mood is like on the ground? Any indication as to whether people are excited for a new government? I mean, particularly considering the flood concerns, do you feel that this year is more subdued than previous years? 
Well, you know, we talked about social media and that really kind of changes the way you can read the ground. So it's a bit more difficult this time because a lot of people are getting their information more on social media. It means that they're less engaged in the rallies, the walkabouts. They don't really feel they need to be out there and seeing the candidates, seeing the leaders, seeing them speak in person, right? They can get a lot more information just within the comfort of their own homes, holding the phone in front of their faces. So when you go around and you see smaller crowds, that's what you've been seeing, right? You don't see the tens of thousands that you used to see. You see maybe thousands or hundreds. That, that's a kind of factor of, of, of the size of crowds. So it's a bit more difficult to gauge. But whether there's excitement, let me tell you today, there are people who are trying to drive from Seremban to Ipoh. That's about 300 kilometers. It's taking them six hours to get there. I have friends trying to get out of KL towards the East Coast and they can't even get past uh, Genting Highlands, right? And it's been more than two hours. So people are making their way back to their hometowns to vote. And um, if you think about turnout, the, the prediction is about 75%. Now that's lower than before, but also we're seeing a huge increase in voters, right? And, and, and uh, the, the registered electorate because of the automatic voter registration. So 75%, which is going to be lower than 80, 85% in the last two elections, is still going to be more voters because of the number of uh, voters that have been added to the electoral roll. Mm, so now speaking of voting, right, I think the questions on all of our minds are, how do you think each party will perform and do you have any predictions? <laughs> it's really very hard to tell because right up until the last few days of campaigning, most of the opinion polls still have anywhere from 20% you know, to up to one third of voters still undecided, right? So um, there's still a plenty of voters who well, many decided even before the campaign. They are hardcore supporters of any particular coalition. But there are many who go into a campaign and decide then. And out of that group, a lot have still not decided, right? Twenty uh, percent can swing the entire election either way. So what's going to happen tomorrow? is still up in the air, right? It's it's too close to call. The ground is really hard to read. But I think what most pundits are saying is that it's going to be a hung parliament. No one is going to cross the magic number of 112 for simple majority. I think that's my call too. I'm not sure who's going to end up with the most, but I am pretty sure we're not going to see a clear winner. So if Malaysians are thinking that they'll wake up on Sunday and there'll be a clear prime minister, you're probably going to be disappointed. Well, sounds like it could really go either way. Tomorrow is going to be very exciting. Thank you so much, Shannon. And this has been Malaysia Bureau Chief Shannon Teo.